Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 22nd of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, of course, you can always pause the webinar here and watch the slideshow and read the disclaimer in full. Of course, if you're listening to this on a podcast, and you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au, read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member, you can always sign up for a free trial there. And of course, if you are a member, you'll know all the other wonderful goodies that are available on the website. All right, well, a little bit of a uh, down session on the U.S. markets. Options expiry, big, big expiry, $2 trillion U.S. worth of derivatives expiring on Friday. So that did add to the volatility. In fact, the volatility was a downway street. We do have Jackson Hole this week. So there were some uh, profit taking, I guess, on the back of that to come later this week. And also just a few nerves on where the U.S. economy is actually heading. As a result, the Dow Jones fell 292 points or 0.86 of a percent. 33,707. The Nasdaq down 2.01%, 260 points, 12,705. And the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle down 1.29%, 55 points to 42.28. We did see the VIX index as well perk up, up one point to 21, 5.32%. We may see that increase over the week as volatility starts to come back. There certainly is a feeling the, the dull days of summer, the dog days of summer are coming to an end and September starts to get a little bit more real. We do have Jackson Hole, which warms us up to that fact. We also have US CPI in September, mid-September, and then, of course, the FOMC meeting towards the end of September as well. So there is a feeling that maybe the summer calm is coming to a bit of an end. As a result of this, SPY futures down 29 points or 0.41%, 6,994 Looking at commodities, we had Brent crude up 13 cents, 96.72.13. WTI up, th- uh, well, just shy of 30 cents, 27 cents, $90.77, up 0.3%. Gold falling again, once again, the US dollar quite strong on the back of money flowing into safe haven assets. US dollar uh, helping uh, the Aussie dollar, 68.72 now for the Aussie dollar, but gold. $8.30 down, 0.47% down, 17.62 spot 9.0. The iron ore price also eased half a percent, or 51 cents to 104.21. In other commodities, we saw copper up 0.65, nickel up 1.9, aluminium down 0.7, zinc up 1%, lead down 1.5, and tin pretty much unchanged. As a result of all this, miners were weaker across the board. In the US and overseas, we had BHP and ADR terms down 0.7 of a percent, Rio down 2.7 percent, Freeport McMoran down 2.5, Alcoa down 5.3, Tech down 2 percent, Anglo down three little ducks 222, 2.22, Glencore uh, down 2.23, and we had Vale down 1.7 percent, Albemarle in the lithium space down 3.4 percent. Here you can see the S&P 500 pretty much down from the get-go. And also we have 
S&P uh, or Dow futures currently also down 92 points. They do kick off trade on Sunday evening their time, so our time in the morning. Uh, they are down currently around 92 points. That S&P 500, <coughs> excuse me, uh, was easier across the board. We did see Apple down one and a half, Meta down 3.8, Google down 2.5, Microsoft down 1.4, Amazon down 2.9, Tesla 2%, Netflix 1.6%. US banks also eased, JP Morgan 2.5% down, Citigroup 1.8% down, Goldman 1.5, Bank of America 2.2, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 6.7%. Uh, that was a result of Bitcoin falling quite heavily on uh, the weekend. So uh, that uh, obviously has a big effect on Block because they have nailed their colours to the mast as far as digital currencies go and are a big holder of Bitcoin. So the four-week rally is over. Federal Reserve could have another big, big rate hike. Of course, we do get that meeting at the end of September and the market has been fixated on the Federal Reserve pivot but it may just be a figment of their imagination rather than a reality. We shall find out more perhaps later this week when Jerome Powell addresses Jackson Hole. And of course, 75 was the, uh, the, the gauge that people were going for, 75 basis points. But we have seen lots of talk about only 50 basis points because of that fall in inflation from 9.1 to 8.5. Yields spike after recessions, comments from Federal Reserve's Barkin as well. We did see US uh, 10 years up towards uh, 3%, 2.976. So that is certainly taking some of the stuffing out of the tech sector at the moment and also some of the stuffing out of the um, equity market. US equity funds draw biggest weekly inflow in eight weeks. And the Fed has a lot of time before next rate decision needs to be made, says Barkin. European shares end week lower on recession fears. Some pretty nasty numbers coming out of Germany in terms of inflation rates there. And Japanese shares reverse gains. Investors await the Fed symposium. US dollar at a five-week high as Fed rate heights forecast. And India's weak rupee finds reprieve as foreigners seek bonds. The 10-year yield in the US flirting with that 3% level. A German inflation scare. Once again, uh, energy prices in Europe remain absolutely through the roof on the back of the uh, Ukraine conflict. UK energy prices set to rise again this month and October. US dollar strength sees gold on its longest losing streak since November. And oil prices down 1.5% for the week on recession jitters. And Ryan Cohen, $60 million bed bath and beyond U-turn. Triggers meme stock investors' ire. Not very happy with Ryan Cohen after he bought calls, talked about it, and then sold the stock. Uh, Bitcoin at a three-week low. And the daughter, this is probably not going to help the Russian conflict with Ukraine, daughter of ultra-nationalist Russian ideologue killed in a suspected car bomb attack. Dad is a very outspoken right-wing commentator, very pro-Russia and uh, very pro-Putin. Uh, Apparently he was supposed to be in the car as well, but decided to take a different car at the last moment. So unfortunately his daughter died instead. All right, what to expect today? No economic data. In Europe, we did see a little bit of slackling off there. Stocks 50 down 1.3%. FTSE managing a 0.1% gain, but that was uh, a little bit of energy 
price buying there. The FTSE has got a few energy stocks in it, BP, Shell, etc. CAC's down 0.9 and DAX down 1.1%. So that explains why the FTSE is a little bit better. As far as our market goes today, we do have the SPY down 29 points. So it's certainly going to be a softer opening. Commodities and resources will ensure that we do see some backing and filling there in some of those resource stocks. Banking sector also should be under a bit of pressure. We do get results though today. It's going to be a big result drop and we've had a few first up this morning. Uh, we've had um, Ampol has reported a record first half earnings, statutory net profit after tax, 695.9 million, fully franked interim dividend of $1.2, uh, $1.20. So that's um, a big one. I'm just looking through some of the other results that have come out this morning. Uh, Len Lease uh, reports full year core operating profit after tax of 276 versus a year ago 377. So that doesn't look particularly strong there. Uh, we also have uh, Ingham's being downgraded to underweight from hold. Uh, National Storage REIT NSR reported FY earnings per share of uh, 10.6 cents, guidance of at least 10.5 cents. NPAT 126.5 against forecasts of 124.3. We do have Adairs, Austell, Chorus, Cooper, EML Payments, haven't seen them yet, Michael Hill, NIB Holdings, Nick Scarly, Umedia, Reliance Worldwide, Star Group. Um, let's see if we can find uh, some of these. Uh, Reliance Worldwide, uh, adjusted net NPAT 161.4, consensus 148.9, revenue 1.17 billion, consensus 1.16. So that looks okay. Uh, newspaper reports today also of Newix in play. A couple of private equity and into uh, and IT firms having a little look over them, it seems. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that one pans out. Uh, Canaccord Genuity has downgraded uh, Core Lithium and IGO. Having said that, Macquarie has upgraded the lithium price outlook and the stocks in its universe. So there is a little bit of... Um, little bit of dichotomy, a little bit of divergence going on there with uh, brokers as far as lithium goes. Nearmap, final round of due diligence, seems to be going well. Now it has to win over the shareholders. Thomas Bravo for that $2.10 bid there. And Newix, we're talking in the newspapers today whether they are actually in play with perhaps private equity circling or maybe a couple of IT firms. Stanley Hydro facing a $2.2 billion cost blowout. Who would have thought that, eh? And perpetual results Thursday will obviously shine a bit of a light on the PDL, which is the Pendle Group merger. Uh, we haven't heard much out of them. Star Entertainment Group just came out. Uh, reports FY normalised EBITDA 236.7. Consensus was 226.5. No final dividend declared. Revenue 1.52. That was around consensus of 1.52. Haven't seen any commentary on that one. ABC also out to just uh, uh, just a second ago. Uh, revenue by product cement 342. Uh, fact set was going for 298.7, but the devil will be in the detail. And ACCC still examining the link deal. So you do get the feeling that we're going to be very much hung up on results today. That'll be the focal point. The index itself, I would expect to see uh, certainly some uh, dampening of enthusiasm for the resource stocks. 
uh, all eyes to some extent on China and how they're going to stimulate their economy ahead of the crucial uh, reappointment of President Xi. But uh, certainly they have some work to do there. And it does seem as if Europe is sliding into a bit of a morass as summer comes to an end. And we start to see those price rises for energy really starting to bite in Europe. Those German inflation numbers weren't particularly good either. So we may start to see a few of the cracks appearing in the bull case, of course, Jackson Hole very much in focus today as far as the big picture stuff goes uh, with Jerome Powell expected to speak on Friday. All right, uh, question of the day today. Are we seeing cracks start to appear? Uh, 29 points down on the spies, hardly a massive crack. On Friday, we had a massive day. The index was up two points. So we have seen a, a lack of volatility in our index recently, a quite a tight trading range, but lots and lots and lots going on beneath the surface as we do the uh, results season. Of course, this is the, the big week, Super Thursday this week as well, and uh, then we start to tail off uh, next week. So uh, be interesting to see how the results season goes. But are we seeing cracks start to appear? Love to hear your thoughts and ideas. As always, you can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. It's a great group. 3,800 odd members there. Members helping members is our motto. So love to have your input and insights over there on the group. If you're listening to this on a podcast and you're interested in more wonderfulness from the Marcus team, there's the Marcus Strategy Podcast, which is our fly on the wall um, market meeting in the mornings and uh, that's uh, highly recommended it is behind a paywall though so it is only available for members and for the members that are struggling sometimes to find uh, that uh, podcast it is certainly worth finding it is a good pod- podcast and a good insight into how we are feeling and thinking about the market at the moment and if you are interested in companies and fund managers, my On The Couch podcast is also available. Uh, that is free. Last week, I sat down and chatted to Dr. Leslie Chung, who is the CEO of IMU, Immugene, which is looking at oncology platform technologies. Uh, a very interesting chat, wide-ranging chat, actually, with Leslie, who's a delightful lady, uh, ranging from uh, oncology, of course, and uh, the, the uh, hopes of Imugene, but also covering a little bit of Italian art. She is an art historian as well, and a bit of a Italia or Italiophile, I guess. And uh, certainly uh, some great uh, chats there with Leslie. So I'd urge you to have a listen to that. Bit of fun, and uh, might give you some insights into Imugene, which has been uh, a pretty uh, interesting stock over the last year or two. So anyway, I'll leave you to uh, have a look at that. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.